0: This is Through the Badlands Podcast. And on the first episode we have Patrick Graham. We are talking about Elon Musk, business, and health.
1: If you're talking shit on Elon Musk, you're just pathetic.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree.
1: I really think like it's just like someone you can't talk shit on. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he gambled it all. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he put most of his wealth like he built himself up and made all this money on like what was it paypal or something yeah or, well it and, was
0: like x.com paypal then and-
1: yeah like he he built himself up and made all this wealth and then he bet it all on his vision and like what he wanted to do i just respect that i like i i just think like you he he sh- he's shown you how to make wealth and then he's shown you how to overcome that desire for wealth and be an adventurer and like you know what I mean I feel like he's like I feel like he has like a deeper drive for life than just like making money yeah I think yet, so too. yet he's shown how to make a bunch of money which is in itself like a difficult task
0: like his work ethic is amazing it's
1: pretty crazy yeah I always try and like wrap my mind around people like that and I can't like it I try but it's just like it's fascinating
0: yeah like One really interesting thing is like about work ethic and how people can just put in so much time in one day and focus on it. They can just really, really focus. But the thing is for a lot of average people is people get tired. Like people don't like to focus on things like for six hours. So your mind will start to wander off or you need to go to the bathroom or you're hungry. So all of that can just kind of come up to make excuses of why you're not doing that, like why you're not put in, you know, the 100-hour work week.
1: For anyone that might be listening to this podcast and, you know, wondering why me and Luke are talking about success and we're not driving around Ferraris yet, I can tell you I I live for that shit, and I I watch hours and hours and hours and hours of interviews and, and educational workshops, anything I can get my hands on from successful people to try and learn from them. And the one thing I've found watching is just a level of like certainty that they all have and a level of focus. It seems like successful people don't question themselves. right? They're willing to go all in and fail, but they're not willing to half-ass something or even go 90-10. Like there's no, I'll try this and if it doesn't work out, I have this option. Like that, that doesn't fly. There is, this is going to work. I'm going to do it. That's it. And then if that actually fails, then they'll come to terms with that. They'll come to terms with like what failure is. Mm -hmm. Like just listen to anybody, like anybody in any profession. And they're all saying the same thing to you. And it's pretty crazy when you think about it. Whether it's Conor McGregor and fighting or Steven Spielberg and movie making, you know, or Elon Musk or Alex Becker. Most people probably don't (laughs) know Alex Becker, but I know Alex Becker and he's the shit. I love Alex Becker. But like he, he's like an online marketer. The thing is they all they all have like a and Tony Robbins talks about this shit. He says there's like there's like a level of certainty that they have where you talk to these successful people and they're certain they're not like questioning whether what they want to do is going to happen or what you know what I mean they're not questioning their vision. It's like it's going to happen the end. They know it's going to happen in that level of dedication and certainty makes them make it happen whereas when you give yourself these fail safes like if this doesn't happen i'm i you know if this doesn't work out i always have this fallback job or you know i'm gonna do this but like if it really doesn't work out i'm gonna i'm gonna go do this or like you know i have this other thing i can do and you're you're giving yourself reasons not to do it you're, you're giving yourself that fail safe and that makes you feel comfortable where the truth is you shouldn't feel comfortable. You should be very uncomfortable heading towards success. Yep, I agree. I feel like if if you're comfortable thinking like, oh, if this doesn't work, I have this, it's like, then you're not gonna try that hard. But if you think like if I don't do this, like there's nothing else, don't even think if, just think there is nothing else. I do this or I die. You will do it. Dude, even Sean White, he just fucking won that gold medal. Did you see him? No, I haven't. Did you see his run? Oh my god, you have to watch his run, it's insane he he's like out of everybody's league like it's not even funny like he's just like so beyond his competitors in skill. it's it's insane and he's on a snowboard like I always wonder that's what baffles me about Sean White is like it's not running or sprinting or jumping like how is he how does he get so much higher than everyone you know what I mean like what is he doing that they're not doing you're just on a snowboard you start at the same part as everyone else yeah how does he get so much more height than these other professionals that are all dedicating their life to it, and Sean White uh after he got gold this year, but he was essentially saying, "I had no choice but to win. He was like with with the the fan base I have behind me and like the lifestyle I've built up, I can't go into this thinking, uh, whatever, I hope I win. that could be cool." He goes, "I go into this thinking, I absolutely fucking have to win." Right. And, and then he goes into it and just crushes it and gets gold medals. And it's like, that's kind of seems like the mindset you have to have is like, there's no, there's no fail safe. Yeah. It's not about being the best at something or being like, there's no secret. There's no shortcut. It just seems like you just have to like be willing to die trying.
0: I think mindset is absolutely the most important thing for anyone And everything, like whatever you do in life, you have to have a good mindset about it. Yeah,
1: and it's super difficult, dude. I struggle every day with it. Like you get these negative thoughts. Oh, I I could have done this and I'd be making so much more money. Or you compare yourself to other people. That's the worst when you're comparing yourself.
0: Yeah, I I think it's, it's like a reverse video game. You start off and it's insanely hard and you don't get anything for it. You know, like with a video game, you start off at level one, you quickly make it to level two in like five minutes, and then you just keep getting different weapons or whatever in the video game. Longer and longer it goes on, the harder it is to get to that next rank. But it's like reverse for entrepreneurship and freelancing is you start out and you get nothing. You just keep grinding and grinding and grinding and you get maybe one sale. Like it just... Is so
1: hard. I guess it depends the business you're in, but it, it, it does seem like the hard part is up front, setting up the business, like building the contacts, blah, blah, blah. And once you can get past that, I mean, I'm sure it's all hard work, but...
0: I guess it also seems more daunting, like the first time doing it too. Yeah. Because if I don't know something, I'll look it up on Google 15 minutes later, I know what to do, but... It's that weird mindset where I still have is that 50 minutes quickly goes into 30 minutes because I'm overthinking things and thinking, well, is this the right thing to do or not?
1: Funny part is now that you say that, I kind of got yelled at um, this week by a 70-year-old woman um, because of the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I was, so I went, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Score. My girlfriend showed me it. And they have it apparently all over the country. And it's for entrepreneurs doing startups Mm -hmm. and everything. It's like retired people who have done it. Like just old, old people who are retired and have gone through the gauntlet. Like business owners, marketers, you name it. It's volunteer. So you don't have to pay anything. And all you have to do is sign up and you get free meetings with these people. And they'll help you like with your business. Whether you're starting out in the middle of it or like really far along your business. These people will like give you their advice so she told my girlfriend told me about this i was like well that seems like like a win-win little too good to be true like what do they want from me like what what are they trying to get here and she said apparently like a lot of them did the score thing when they were younger so they're just trying to like give back anyways we end up we end up meeting with this lady with the business we were running she said a comment to me that i didn't really agree with i agreed with a lot of what she said but she said something to me that i just looked like ah like you know, I don't agree with that. I think you're wrong. I think you're you're a little behind on the times. I didn't say that to her, but I thought it. And when I spoke to her, she knew I didn't agree with her. And she stopped me right away and was like, look, I'm not being a jerk, but you cannot become an entrepreneur nowadays off Google. (laughs) And she kind of was like, beat me up. She was just like, you're a young idiot. She was like, I know you think that you can like just like go online and find every answer you want and like just build build your lifestyle through the internet and she was like you can't she was like the truth is is that yes the information is there but it's going to take you way too long to filter through what's right and what's wrong
0: yeah i i can see that
1: way too long she said you cannot you, you don't know, like, the, yes, it's, yes, it's there. Like, the information you need is on the internet. But determining what is worthy of, like, action and, like, sponging into your knowledge it is impossible. And she said, why would you put yourself through that when you could go to the library in your local town and learn more knowledge from a human being in one hour than you could from the internet in 10 hours? And she goes, networking, networking, networking. And I used to hear that from Full Sail, the college I went to, and I i wanted to rip my hair out, but she said it too. And she goes, networking is everything. She goes, I don't care what business you're in. It is the people you communicate with. They don't need to give you a break. Nobody needs to give you a break, but they might know somebody that can help you or they might just give you a nugget of golden info out of their head, that just like changes your life yeah she was like would you rather google answers to your questions or would you rather find a 70 or 80 year old human being who has run a successful business and sold it and retired and ask them questions now mind you she's probably not the best person to go to for advice on uh facebook and instagram advertising and yeah. youtube <laughs> advertising and google analytics and all that shit like you know you're gonna probably have to find a younger crowd to like keep you up to date with like marketing and stuff but like she's so right though she's so right like she called me out on my shit i was kind of being a smart ass and she was just like yeah you can google whatever you want that doesn't make you right like you can you can essentially find anything you're looking for on the internet which is what's kind of sad nowadays i feel like whether you're whether the answer you're reaching is right or wrong, you'll fucking find it. There's just too much information on the right. internet. Unless you're looking up how to videos of like how to do something, like that's golden. Internet's perfect for that. But like if you're looking up like entrepreneurial business knowledge or something that's kind of more vague and abstract, good fucking luck. Cause half the articles you find are gonna be sponsored, someone paid to put them in front of you. They're not in front of you because they're the best article. They're in front of you because someone paid to put them in front of you. And then you scroll lower. And then it's like, okay, these ones are in front of you because someone is really good with SEO on their website. So they ranked pretty high in Google. And it's like, which one's actually like the information you need? And you have no fucking clue. You're going to have to read all of them and then determine it for yourself. And it's just like, you, you just can't fucking trust anyone.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I mean and I don't mean to be depressing I'm not saying like oh you're all fucked like you know what I mean but yeah you you really can't trust anyone online like that and um, I've tried so like a lot of the shit that you're taught online and I would say 50% of it is like true and helpful most of it's helpful you just have to like weed past the bullshit and then um, mm-hmm. I think truly to be successful like, you just have to be clever that's all
0: yeah you can and hard work yeah
1: hard working and just be clever dude like you i feel like and i i hate talking about it anyone listening to this is probably like what like what the fuck did you do you know i i just yeah i'm a fucking entrepreneur and that's what i do is i fucking i've done it all i've sold commercials pre-made commercials i've sold online drop shipping equipment and now i'm selling fucking clothing mm-hmm. I jump around until I find what I'm happy with but what I've what I've found along the way is that it seems like all you really need is hard work and being really fucking clever right because the truth is is that when you're reading about something online it's probably too late and at the end of the day you know your audience better than anyone online does
0: I do feel better when I do eat healthy though and I do notice a mental change like I'm just able to focus on on stuff like way more oh yeah i don't think i could put i know i'm way more focused now than i was a year ago by like eating healthy and
1: no i i agree i've i've had a so when i make fun of cow drinking i've done it before yeah and it was awesome when i like actually had the discipline to like stick to like a like a veggie based diet and stuff that was great but it just doesn't fit realistically into my life. And like to me that stuff's crazy and extreme. To other people that might be normal, whatever. Yeah. But um yeah, it, it is crazy like how much that can have an effect on your life. The the sad part that you're not gonna want to hear is that like there's things in your life that you don't think are a problem, but like actually can make your life better, like cutting right. coffee out.
0: <laughs> I don't want to hear that, but yeah. Do you still drink coffee. I drink coffee like a madman
1: yeah man yeah i um I was drinking coffee heavy for the past heavy to me is like two three cups a day for the past um I just drink black coffee, I don't drink like- yeah like anything else. I was drinking it for the past probably five six months, and um, I quit about a week ago, just cold turkey, and the first two days felt like I was fucking dying. Not really, but it just sucked. Like I, I could not think straight. Like there was no way I was gonna be functional doing anything. Like my I just could not think straight. I was super grumpy. And then after three days went by, woke up, had great fucking energy, was good to go, didn't need it, sleeping better, and I was like, dude, that shit is a drug. Like it's crazy. That that is a drug, man. Like I was like waking up, tired as fuck, I would drink my coffee, feel great you know what I mean? Like I needed my coffee and then I would feel great. I quit drinking. It felt like shit. But then when I fought through it, I was like, oh my God, like I feel so much better. And it, and it's frustrating because I really like coffee and I love the way it tastes. I love everything about coffee. So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm never going to drink coffee again. But I am going to say that I think it's like A bad habit to rely on to wake up.
0: I feel like it's the same way with sugar too, where people say, oh, I don't have a problem with sugar, but like people that are on sugar crash, they're nervous, they're anxious, and they're looking for sugar. Like how is that, how is that and coffee not a drug?
1: Oh dude, sugar is is a huge problem with our society. I hate that I paraphrase everything I hear about people are probably listening to this like this dude acts like a know-it-all <laughs> and what like who the fuck is he Who? who is yeah. this guy telling me about life yeah but uh there is there is this doctor so my my dad's a chiropractor and um he grew up like influenced a lot by this doctor that kind of lives near us he's like this multi-millionaire yeah. he has nutrition he has his phd he has his uh whatever you call it like his chiropractic degree he, he has four or five fucking degrees a psychopath Um, he has his own business and he's just crushing it and he, he's like innovating in a lot of ways with nutrition and health and, uh, doesn't really follow the typical standards. And I, I don't fully understand, um, the process, but I, I was, I went with my grandparents one time because my grandparents, they're like 70, 80 years old and they, they go to him for, you know, health stuff. And... I just happened to be in the car with them one time, and they were going to him. I was like, "Yeah, I'll go." And um, he had this talk with them about like like sugar and its reaction with the body, et cetera and it blew my fucking mind, and I still don't comprehend what he was saying, nor do I know how true it is, but he claims that, so, most of our American diets cause us to get our energy from sugar and glucose, like glucose coming from sugar, I guess, and and that's what our, our cells start to feed off of, and he said the natural way is really for our cells to feed off of fat, and our fat storage should be our energy source, but we fucked our bodies up with our diets, and so we, we we get all this energy, this empty energy from sugar. And he said cancer cells can only survive, or I'm sorry, cancer cells cannot survive on fat cells. I heard
0: the same thing.
1: Yes, and he said that like essentially, it's not that he found the cure for cancer, but he knows how to not have cancer. It's like you know, you 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 eat these crazy sugar-based diets, like everything we even even some of the fruits we eat are too high in sugar. You're not supposed to be eating a ton of berries, like. Right. Berries are super high in sugar and you're not supposed to eat a bunch of them. You just think fruit and you think healthy. But the truth is, is that we're supposed to be like very vegetable, limited meat, limited fruit based animals. And when you when you get your diet on the right path, your body starts eating your fat as a way of energy and you lose weight, become skinnier and literally cannot get cancer because cancer cells cannot survive off of the fat cells. They have to survive off the glucose. And it's just like retraining your body. You essentially retrain your body on what what is going to be its energy source. And, you know, I'm not qualified to uh, make an argument on that. So if anyone wants to argue with me on that, I would defer you to uh, someone else. <laughs> but I believe it.
0: Yeah, I think you're 100% right. That's exactly this kind of stuff I've heard doing my uh, research on it, and that's what the ketogenic diet is. You're in a state of ketosis, which is your body burning fat, and that's it. Like, your energy source is fat. That's the way to do it.
1: I've been there once in my life, and it was the hardest thing I've ever done, And but I was um, out of college, and I was overweight, and it sucked, because I've never been overweight my entire life. And so it took me a while to come to realization that I was because, like, my friends are, like... And it took, like, a lot of my friends telling me I'm fat to be, like, I'm fat. And I, um, I came to terms with it, like, a couple months out of college. I was, like, holy shit, like, I'm actually overweight. And I went to that extreme because I was so upset with myself because, like, I'm just not okay with being overweight. It's just never been a part of my life. I've always been super skinny growing up just because my metabolism... So it just, like, really fucking ate away at me. I was like, I'm fucking, like, going all out right now. Nothing, like, that. that's it. And I started, so what I would do is for breakfast and lunch, I would have kale and fruit shakes. It would be mostly almond milk with mostly kale and then a little bit of fruit to add flavor. And I would literally just eat those for breakfast and lunch. I would drink them. And then for for dinner, I would have, uh, like, nothing more than, like, rice and meat. And not that much of it, and I did that every fucking day for like four months, which isn't that long when you really think about it. And it took me four months, and I thought I was skinny at two hundred pounds because I'm I'm like six foot three, I'm a very lanky person. So at two hundred pounds, I actually look skinny. Like I'm too, I'm like two hundred pounds now, and I I look very normal. And I I was two and I I got down to two hundred. I I was two twenty when I was like overweight. So I just had like what I thought was 20 pounds of fat. And then I started eating better and exercising and stuff. I got down to 200. I looked better, but then I stuck with it. I got down to fucking 180, dude. Wow. I lost 40 pounds in like three to four months, which isn't, you know, that's not some get right. slim quick exercise or whatever, but still 40 pounds in three, or four months. And I was down to 180. I've never been that low since like fucking high school. And I was like, I was like, had muscle on me too. I didn't, I wasn't like scrawny, I had muscle on me. And it's crazy, you'd be just so fucking shocked right. how much fat you have on your body. Even if you're not like a fat person, it, you, when you start eating right, that's how you get rid of that fat, when you eat right. When you're like skinny, but but you're not that fit, you start to eat right, you'll lose that extra fat. And it's crazy how, how light mm-hmm. you can get. That's, that's why fighters yeah. are so light, UFC fighters you wonder how they're so like jacked and cut and fit and they weigh like 40 pounds less than you. It's because of the fat in your body. I would wake up every day feeling like a fucking champion, dude. I had so much energy. I I mean, I just felt so amazing, but it was so unsustainable. Like I could not live that lifestyle my whole life. I literally made it like three or four months and I was like, dude, I can't eat like this every day. I can't do this. Like, I'm glad I lost my fat, but I'm going to head back to reality now. Do you think
0: uh, it was hard for you to keep going because you were starting off at a negative point? Like you realized how fat you were and to change that, you felt like you had to eat better versus you liking who you were and then choosing that you're going to eat better and more healthy. I don't
1: think it was a starting point. I think it was... um, I think it was like the whole cold cold turkey, like going to the extreme thing, like where I I was like, I don't. It's not necessarily that I started fat. It's that I, I was, I I just went to the extreme, and I think people do that with everything, and that's why it doesn't last. That's why gym memberships spike after New Year's and then decline two months later. Mm-hmm.
0: If not two weeks.
1: Yeah, people just fucking go to the extreme with everything. They just. I, I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. People just want to be... People want just fucking instant gratification. And I, I know we hear that a lot nowadays, but it's so true. And I I didn't last because I went cold turkey. I went from eating whatever I wanted to eating nothing I wanted. You have to find a balance. You can't... you, it, It's like cigarette smokers. You can't go from smoking a pack a day to smoking zero cigarettes a day. I think that's a bad thing to do. I truly do. I think that's like, that's not, you're not setting yourself up for success. I think if you smoke a pack a day, you should probably drop down to three cigs a day. And then after a while, drop down to one cig a day. And then after a while, ease off it. Like, I don't think it's smart to go cold turkey on stuff. I think you just put your mind in such a flip that you, you, you don't know balance. You don't know middle ground where like health is. I don't think life is meant to be lived on one extreme or the other. I think it's meant to be lived right in the middle.
0: Did you notice that you did not feel well doing that? After you went cold turkey, did you get sick at all during that period?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, when I started like, I, dude, I went from eating whatever I wanted to fucking drinking almond milk, kale fruit shakes for breakfast and lunch. I wasn't sick. I don't know how to explain it. It reminds me of like when I like a couple of days ago when I quit drinking coffee, but like times 30.
0: Right. That's how I felt
1: where your your brain is so foggy like you you just can't think straight like you you're just grumpy you just want to lay around and be grumpy like you're just fucking grumpy you can't think straight and you're just you're just not okay like there's something fucking wrong you're just grumpy as shit you don't have energy you want to lay around and be grumpy and then it starts to go away after like day 2 day 3 and as long as you stick to like nutrient full like diet and you're like eating right and eating the right foods but like not eat, not giving in I think by day four you should feel like a burst of energy right that's what I, happened to me
0: mine lasted almost a week I was eating everything I wanted like at any time and then I went to like high fat very low carbs absolutely no trigger mine lasted about like six days
1: no sugar will kill you what you need you're on the right track there getting sugar out of your life i mean like you you want to you want to get on a better like healthy lifestyle cut sugar out of your life like right you know eat whatever you want but cut sugar out sugar is so fucking bad for you it's disgusting
0: did you notice a increase in your business or whatever on a healthy diet no because when
1: i was um being super healthy i wasn't running a business okay but I've been, I've been pretty healthy lately. I I found a good balance lately actually. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. What
0: are you doing? I'm I'm not on a
1: strict diet. I exercise almost every day. I try to go to the gym or run. At least if I don't go to the gym, I try and run for a couple of miles. And I and I I eat whatever I want. Like I'll eat I'll eat junk when it's presented to me and that's that's kind of my balance i found is like i hate turning down really good food if i have pizza in front of me or something it's like sucks to be like oh i'm not gonna eat that because like i'm on a diet and i've always struggled with that so what i do is i only eat bad food when it's presented to me when somebody offers it i don't eat it by choice and i found like the perfect balance by doing that i work out i exercise and then i eat like healthy-ish like I, I stick to like rice meat veggies lunch meat sandwiches like just to your basics mm-hmm. you know what I mean nothing greasy too over the top just like chicken beef rice potatoes veggies like that kind of thing
0: what motivates you to like start a new business you know like just work for a large part of the day and even like get up in the morning Like what motivates you?
1: Well, for me, it's like
0: uh,
1: I I look at everybody's everyday life as and and this is going to this is going to piss most people off. But I'm just being honest and I I look at everybody's everyday life as insanely depressing. And it it really is like I, I look at people working five plus days out of the week. 5 plus cuz I, I would say 5 is 40 hours a week but i i know plenty of people working 50 to 60 hours a week and it is just so obscenely depressing i i just i just can't wrap my mind around it i know that's the way the system works but it's like y- you are spending 5 out of your 7 days or more doing some shit that you probably don't really fucking like just to what get by half the time it's not even to get by it's just cuz you started doing it cuz you didn't want your parents to be pissed at you I I just I can't fucking do it I would rather struggle trying to do something I love and be looked at by those people as like a bum like they'll look at you as like oh he's just he's bumming around like he's not doing shit he's he's trying to do this but he'll never fucking do it I don't give a fuck like I would rather be looked at like that and experience a better more fulfilled life than drag my ass out of bed every day thinking I can't fucking wait for the day to be over and i i I just that it's not so much like a motivation like there's not something that i'm i wake up and i'm like gee golly like so excited for this to happen it it, it's that i wake up and think like i i refuse to to do that so i have to do this it's Mm -hmm. not it's not a choice like I, i literally just have to fucking make it work like i have to make this life work because i it's not gonna happen like it's not gonna it's not physically gonna happen me showing up to work every day five days a week till I'm fucking 70 years old that's not gonna fucking happen there's no fucking way in hell
0: yeah for that do you not like having a boss telling you what to do do you not like that sort of rigid structure
1: no no it's I don't think there's anything wrong with having a boss if you have a good boss people look at bosses I feel like as like a negative thing like they're they're evil for like telling you what to do but it's like no they're just doing their job too like somebody has to be in charge and they probably have more experience than you so they were put in that position not have. it's not that I I don't want to have a boss it's that I want to be in control of my own life and I want my actions I want to see the reward from hard work Whereas when you work at an hourly job, whether you put in a hundred percent or a hundred twenty percent you're still getting that whatever ten fifteen twenty dollars an hour, no matter how hard of work you put into it you're still getting that. you take a risk and it works good for you. you still are getting that you might get a promotion down the line, but you just really benefited your higher ups and and that's why it took me a while to figure out i I wanted to start a like doing something on my own was because I loved filmmaking like I loved making videos I don't want to say filmmaking I was making videos and I loved doing it I was good at doing it but I I went from like doing it for fun with my friends to going to school and then all of a sudden switching it to like I have to do it to make money and it sucked all of the fun out of it and I instantly just started resenting it because I was like Why am I, like, putting my heart and soul into these videos to benefit all of these other people making way more money than me? Like, I'm doing this piece of work that is making them money. And I I just, I, I don't understand why the world has to be that way. And I don't think it does have to be that way. I think most people convince themselves that, like, I went to school for this. I have to do this till I die. This is the way the world works. I play my part the end and it's like no i i look at it like okay this video created this benefit for this company and then i thought why can't i own a company i have nothing against their company but like why can't i own a company that way when i make videos they benefit my company and not their company and and that's why i love where i'm at right now with the apparel company because it's like i i get to go shoot videos again and it sounds stupid. It's not, you're like, what do you mean? You start an apparel company, you get to go shoot videos again. But it's like, this is the first time since I've been in high school that I'm creating a brand. So I get to go a brand where I'm from that relates to what I do. So I I, I get to just like go have fun again, and I and I'm gonna be just pumping videos out because I it's not about anything other than just like trying to make a great fucking video that at the end of the day is going to benefit my company. So you can call it selfish, you can call it whatever you want, but it's just like, just look at look at what you're doing. I feel like it doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be selling insurance and then you ask yourself like, do I really need to be like selling this insurance that's like making the company I work for a lot of money? Or maybe I could start my own company and like sell a form of insurance or sell an item or sell sell anything I mean if you're selling insurance you you're pretty much just a salesman you could sell just about anything why are you selling insurance like why don't you go sell s- why don't you sell something for yourself you know what i mean i i just never understand why people don't ask why right. more often people people just go with it they just don't fucking care mm-hmm.
0: they're just like whatever yep. like yeah or they're scared i'm, fu- I'm fucking scared
1: I'm not, what do you mean? Like anyone who fucking has made money in their life has been scared. Like I'm fucking scared. I'm not successful yet. And not to my my goals, not to where I want to be. And it's like, I'm scared, but like I would rather be scared than depressed. And it's just like, that's part of it. But you eventually learn to turn that, Turn that into a signal. When you're scared, you start to realize, okay, I must be on the right path. But when you're when you're comfortable and depressed, you're not. You're you're obviously not doing anything. If you're comfortable and depressed, you're just like, okay, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and do the same thing. But when you're when you're scared and nervous, that means you're doing something new. That means you're pushing yourself. Like it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong or if you're going in the right direction. It means you're doing something you haven't done before, and you're you're you're, you're nervous. I think that's a good thing.
0: I think resistance is the signal to what you're supposed to be doing. Like um like me starting to do sound editing or me starting to do sound libraries or even this podcast, I had major, major resistance uh before starting.
1: And the funny part was wasn't the resistance coming from you? Yeah. That's that's the crazy part that blows my mind. Is that like you just feel this intense weight of resistance when you wanna do something that you love or that you you just are passionate about. And then you just feel this crazy weight of resistance. But the truth is it's like non-existent. Like when you really look at it, you you think like my parents are going to think I'm fucking wasting my life. Like I went to college for nothing. But it's like, did you even talk to your parents? Did you like, did they say that? Did you even ask them? Or did you just fucking think that they would think that like, you just create, you just create this massive weight holding you down. It's insane. Like we all do it. And you just like, you make up this fear and anxiety, and then you just convince yourself that what you're doing is the best for you. And then you look at these outliers, like these, these rich people as just outliers. You're like, well, they had it lucky. They were different. They had it. They If they had what I had, they wouldn't be where they're at. And it's like, Sorry, bro, but someone's got to tell you you're full of shit.
0: Yeah, because those people that, you know, got that big house or fancy car or whatever put in the work. For the most part, those people put in more hours of work than definitely 40 hours a week.
1: I truly think there's, for 99% of successful people, there's a huge, huge story behind where they came from like the, like there's a story that brought them there that you never hear about. You always hear about the girl with the the amazing voice from America's Got yep. Talent or the the amazing actor that just broke out in this new film. But what what about the last 15 years of their life when you didn't hear about them? Where were they? Were they were they just waiting for that moment? No, they were they were probably fucking busting their ass, their their ass <laughs> and 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 through auditions fucking trying out for a ton of movie roles, getting told no to, telling that their voice sucks, they don't look pretty enough, until one day they fucking did it. And then all you see is their success, so it's very deceiving. I feel like it can be very deceiving when you look at... You you see the aftermath. You see the private jets, the Lamborghinis. You don't see the, the way there.
0: I heard it compared to, like, an iceberg. Like, you only see the top. And that's it. Like you don't see all the ice underneath the iceberg, like under the water.
1: Yeah. And the crazy part is like, they're all telling us what we need to do, but we don't want to believe it because we want to believe that there's a shortcut. I, I, cause I, and I say that because I did. Yeah, me too. I've jumped between so many businesses in the last fucking three years when most people should be putting more than three years into one business. You know what I mean? Definitely. It's not a good thing to do that. But I did it because I believed in like, this like, get-rich-quick thing. Like, there was something I was missing. There was some secret. Like, there was something out there that I didn't know yet. And I, I could get rich in the next year. I just had to keep learning and keep shifting. I kept bouncing around until I realized like all of these people that are wealthy around me built a brand around themselves. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't come up with something like, that just sparked overnight. Don't get me wrong. There are these overnight successes, but you, you shouldn't strive to be them. If you become an overnight success, it should be purely because you were—you had a great fucking idea. You worked hard and you got lucky. But you should strive—you should strive to be a success, not an overnight success, but a, a long-term success. And i, I feel like that's—that's that's what I realized recently. Was like I was just wrong. Like I was looking for these like shortcuts, and it, they just don't exist. Like I, they don't. I just realized like you have to build a brand. It doesn't matter what you're selling. It doesn't matter. You could be selling a fucking margarita mixer. You could be selling stereos. you could be selling refrigerators. you could be selling clothing. It doesn't matter. Sell anything, but you have to build a brand that people relate to. You just you just have to be honest with people and like build a lifestyle that they relate to. It, it's not about like my my fucking fridge is better than that person's fridge. Yep. It's like my name's Dan. I love fishing and hunting. And here's my camo fridge. And then people are like, Oh, I love fishing and hunting too. I'll buy that fridge. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I know that sounded really stupid and generalized. Well, like, it,
0: it is all about style, like lifestyle, like Yeti, uh, even different car companies sell you more on lifestyle than Maybe even their product. I think, I think
1: that's... Maybe I'm wrong, dude, but I just think that's where the real money's right. at. I just think all this get-rich-quick shit is um, somebody else making money off... Someone of else's personal brand. Yeah, I think someone's selling you something. They're selling you the idea of quick wealth so that you'll pay them to tell you about it. Right. And it's it's just bullshit. I think it's just like... but But the funny part is, at the heart of what they're doing to you, of like... You can't be like, oh, like they're they're an asshole. Like I can't believe they do that to me. Because like when you really look at them, they're teaching you everything you need to know right in front of your eyes. You look at Alex Becker. Oh, I'll bring him up again because he was like the person I really started listening to for, and his shit just like it worked to an extent. But like it was more of a long term game, and it it didn't work out for me because I had short term goals, and so this long term game didn't work out for me, and so I'm not gonna blame him but what I will say is the whole time I'm trying to listen to him tell people how to sell shit online and like make a quick buck I wasn't paying attention to like what he was really doing and that was he was building a brand around himself his YouTube fucking Instagram Facebook Mm -hmm. everything about him he was building up these followers and this brand and this lifestyle that he wanted people to take part in and I was like that's where the fucking money's at like it's not about this like sell some shit quickly thing it's like once you build a brand people will buy anything off of you
0: yeah you can basically see that with yeti products now like they're selling a 60 dollar bucket yeah i saw that like it sounds crazy but when you say hey there's a yeti bucket that, that doesn't sound too crazy yep oh and yep it's 60 dollars. oh that doesn't sound too bad exactly all right man let's uh wrap this up with one more quick question People are going to listen to the podcast. What is one thing that they can start doing today or tomorrow that will really improve their life?
1: Stop blaming everyone around them. The second you point a finger at anyone, and I literally mean anyone. I I literally think like my life has been so much better since I realized that. I read a book. I wish I knew the author let me look it up so they can find it. It's called No Excuses.
0: Is it by Brian Tracy?
1: Yes. No excuses by Brian Brian Tracy. I think everyone should read it because the one thing I took away from that book was that so often in our lives, we we convince ourselves we're not blaming others and making excuses, but we always are. Anytime you don't look at yourself when you're like, like if you're, if you truly take responsibility for your life, you should never be angry. Mm Mm-hmm. You should never have a reason to be angry if you're always taking responsibility. But if you ever find yourself being angry or upset or mad, you are blaming somebody else for your life, and it could be your business partner, it could be, it could be the the company you're working with, it could be, it could be your boss, it could be anything. You're like, I, I'm mad at my boss. He doesn't treat me right. I hate my life. He makes my life miserable. Guess what? You've put yourself in the position to work there. You decided to keep working there after you found out he was an asshole. I started this business, but it's bullshit because it's to—it's totally overpopulated and there's too much competition. Look, chances are there's probably not too much competition, but if there is, um, that's your fault. You didn't fucking research enough before you started. <laughs> I would—I I would do this, but I just have too much fucking college debt. Yeah, you know what? You might—you—you you got fucked. You have too much college debt. You gonna quit? You done? It's like, no, you fucking, I have college debt. It sucks. It's the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But what, a couple hundred a month is going to keep you from achieving what you want? Like, really? You're going to blame that? And, and it's just, I, I think that's truly all it is. Is just like, when you, I think when you, and, and take that to a, like a, a deeper thought, when you really take responsibility for your life, you start to realize like how much power you have over your own life. I think once you realize like holy shit like I, I am it could be anything this is my fault mm-hmm. you know I, I put myself in this position through my actions and once you like accept that responsibility you start to think like how do I make better choices so that that doesn't happen again right and and, and that's with anything that's with work too like you, you just find yourself in such a low place and you're just so angry at everyone and everything but it's like you have to really look at yourself in the mirror and be like, look, dude, the people around you, the place you're in, I don't, I don't fucking care if you were raised poor or you were spoiled or you weren't spoiled or like something crazy happened with your family and like it really fucked your life up. Like that all that stuff's sad. That's sad and it sucks. But the truth is like you are fully responsible for your life. And there are people who have had it much worse than you that are extremely wealthy and successful on their own. And that's enough. You don't need to have a head start. You just need to have a chance. All right, let's wrap this up. Yes, sir.
0: Freelancer, entrepreneur, filmmaker, Petrogram.
1: Homeless man, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs)